Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Welcome back to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host. And today I have a very special guest, Jean Marie, who I'm going to have her introduce herself before we go deeper. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited for this podcast. I'm the founder of Figgy Beauty and Figgy Life. Figgy Beauty is a skincare line for dry and sensitive skin. And Figgy Life is just a community for women that offers a sacred space where it's okay not to be okay. And it was founded because of my panic disorder diagnosis and the mismanagement of that in my previous life, where my expertise was international criminal and humanitarian law. And I had a human rights consultancy. And then after my diagnosis, I had to make some pretty tough decisions. And that brought me to where I am now here on your podcast, just showered and forgot it's like a video podcast. So raw and uncensored. (laughs) Oh, I love uncensored. I love real because so many of us have this picture, especially nowadays with social media and everything. It's like all filtered, all not real, all perception, all branding. So I love real and you know yes it's a yes and I feel like we get to be truly real and then we also get to create our brand it's a there's no wrong way thank you I would love to hear a little bit more about your panic disorder yeah because I don't have a lot of experience with that and I feel like for my own learning and my own compassion and love for people, I would love for you to share more about that, what that is, what occurred, if you don't mind going into some of the vulnerable spots with that. Yeah, sure. I've always been an anxious person ever since I was a baby. My mom used to tell me I always used to have my little hands and fists even while I was sleeping. So I think I was just kind of born wired that way and very, very sensitive. But I had a really difficult home life and upbringing and I was sexually abused by my grandfather for a couple of years when I was young when I was a child and he lived with us so it was a difficult kind of ongoing situation and I unfortunately had an incident as a young adult of sexual assault also from a person that was part of the family and in a position of trust so I think Compounding with this is the way I'm wired, all of these things happened. And then I launched myself into a human rights career where I was constantly working with these kinds of topics and elements and not really dealing with it. I think the way that I 
should have. And finally, in 2015, the actual diagnosis was made. And it's really difficult to diagnose because I had to go through so many, many tests. Like we thought there was something wrong with my brain. Then we thought there was something wrong with my heart. Then they thought it was like gastroenterological issue. I had, it was the most horrifying, horrible time. And all throughout these tests, I was having panic attacks on a rolling basis every day while we were trying to figure out what's wrong with me. So it really just wasn't a good time for me. I figured out how to kind of live with it. I think I, I bargained with it a little bit. So I mismanaged it a lot. And when we immigrated to Portugal in 2020, I call it the breaking. It all just came completely crashing down. Wow. Thank you for sharing. There's, there's a lot there. I'm going to seed something because I looked at your chart beforehand and you do have the channel 4037. And I'm more so seeding this for my own brain to remember to bring it back up. The 4037 channel is the only channel that connects your well center and the only activation in your well center to your emotional solar plexus. So they're kind of broken off in this little area by themselves, the will and the emotions. And the 4037 is all about agreements and it's all about mother energy, father, the family energy mm. for you to be dealing with those two instances with friendships and family, that definitely could have had the impact on what's going on with you today because that, for it to be broken, yeah. that is detrimental for your energy, for who you are. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I will show you those in the next podcast too, but I wanted to pinpoint that so I didn't forget to share that with you just in case I got wrapped up in other things and forgot to share. <laughs> Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> You're welcome. When you mention your story and you mentioned that there's misconceptions about that, I would love for you to go on the misconceptions about panic disorder or anxiety that a lot of society has. Mm. Oh, uh -huh. here's a good one because I love that noise. That means something. <laughs> there are so many, but I think the two that kind of, the two or three that get me down the most is First, I think that there's this con misconception that if you say you have panic disorder or an anxiety disorder, and there are many different types of anxiety disorder, there's generalized anxiety disorders, social anxiety disorders, panic disorder, and you really have to be properly diagnosed. It's like an entire diagnostic tool that they have to go through to, to see which one, if any, you have. But I, I think when people hear that, they think, oh, it's somebody that stresses a lot or that's not able to handle stress the way that others do. And if they hear panic disorder, they're like, oh, it's somebody that gets panic attacks. And while that's true, the nature of the disorder is so much more because you have to remember the nature of it is that you are constantly in fight or flight. You don't go down like everybody else does, where your stress levels, healthy stress levels go up and then you relax and you go up and you're, you're always like buzzing underneath. And this affects so many areas of your life, insomnia, gut issues, 
migraine attacks, blood pressure dropping, all sorts of issues with food. All of these things <laughs> happen to you. And post panic attack, you can be down and out for anywhere between 48 hours and two weeks. It depends on how tough it was because you call it the panic hangover. You get migraines, you're so fatigued, you cannot get out of bed, you're so incredibly depressed. You're dealing with the guilt that it's happened again. Your body just feels like you've run this marathon. You have super bad gut issues for a week or two. So it's all of this you have to manage every single day. And you have to learn what your triggers are and how those affect you and how those will probably lead to another relapse. And then the other thing is the medication. I was not at all happy with going on medication. I still have a bit of a difficult relationship with it. But for me personally, it worked. And I have a wonderful psychiatrist that helps me and knows that I don't want to be on a whole bunch of pulls and everything. But I had to make a decision between taking a little pull and having a great quality of life despite my wiring or not being able to function at all in my daily activities. And when you have a broken bone or diabetes and, or somebody else and they tell you they take medication for that, you're like, oh yeah, of course, you, you need to. You need to take your insulin or, or, or whatever. But mental, you cannot see. So it's difficult to define what goes on and why you would need medication for that. And it's very hard sometimes to hear what other people say to you in those like, do you understand what this is doing to your body? Do you know how bad this is for you? And, you know, they don't know your journey and what you've been through to get there and how hard it's been for you to make this decision. So those are the two biggest, biggest ones, I think. Those are big. Those are big. And I resonate with both of them. When you said them, it's like, yep, I feel that. I feel that, you know, and the medication too, I feel like sometimes we're conditioned. We hear all the time that you, you can heal yourself all by yourself. You don't need medication. And I believe that's a yes and as well. If you're a person that's just going to go try every single medication that they hand you or not even question things and it's not intentional, that is so different than really sitting with it and making the decision. Okay, this is why I'm taking this so that I can have a better quality of my life. So I agree with you because even thyroid is like that. And people get on my case, but thyroid, I was so exhausted. It was my quality of life and I chose it because of this and I'm standing by it. So it's interesting with conditioning and social norms, sometimes even things like that make you feel guilty or make you feel like you have to defend yourself for trusting your own inner knowing and what you know is going to support you. Of course. And we're all wired differently. You know, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not a medical professional, but there are people who don't need medication and that feel that they are better just with holistic methods. And I'm all for that. But it didn't work for me. I, I involve a lot of holistic methods in my life. I practice mindfulness. I'm into meditation. I exercise. I eat well because all of these things are linked to my triggers. But that alone didn't work for me. I needed something to help me just to 
calm, that baseline buzzing all the time. Because, you know, when you have food poisoning, I would feel like that three or four times a month. And I'd be down for three or four days because that was what the stress was doing to my body. I wouldn't be able to go out into a mall because I would be terrified of all the lights and the people and the sounds and the noise and I couldn't function. So for me, it was a difficult decision and it was a hard path to get there because it's trial and error. And unfortunately, all of these medications have side effects. So you feel horrible from the side effects and then you have to go off it and try something else and you feel horrible from the side effects. So I think it's just so important for us to remember to sympathize with somebody else's journey because you don't necessarily know what it's taken for them to get where they are. I know the last time that we talked, I think you were at a cabin. It's um, my office. Yeah, I, I was in yeah. my office. <laughs> now I'm in the recording space where it's much quieter. It's all wood, which I, I yeah. love. <laughs> but I'm wondering is... One of the things that support you, is it more having your own space, retreat? What are the few things that you bring into your life that support you so that you feel grounded in yourself? I think for me, it is definitely I need to take breaks during the day in nature or I need to have a space that to me feels sacred where I can do whatever I want. I can cleanse the energy if I want to. I can sing to the moon. I can call on the fairies. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> And whatever feels good to me. And that's why I set up my office that way. Because I have to be so careful about when my levels of stress increase. And sometimes when you get busy during the day, meeting and meeting and meeting, you ignore it or you don't see it so quickly. And now that I have like an exercise space right there, it's so easy to just quickly jump, jump up and down on the trampoline a couple of times just to release that energy or to just run full out five minutes on the treadmill and then go back to my desk. It, it really just helps me to release all of that pent up bobbling noise inside of my mind. It doesn't always work because sometimes I've pushed it too far, but I'm definitely in a much better space than I was without doing these things. So we learned about your experience and how you learned about yourself and how you really take care of yourself now. Would you go into Figgy and explain to us what is Figgy lifestyle? I'd like some detail on that. And then I'd love for you to go into the beauty aspect as well. Like, tell us about Figgy. Thank you. Okay, so Figgy life is really what happened during the breaking in 2020 is we moved to Portugal. And my, we were going to transplant our businesses here. For my husband, it was no problem because his business was already running this way. But my human rights consultancy was very much focused on African developing countries and the developing countries as a whole. 2020 was COVID. We, we got here like a week before lockdown. And the first thing that went was donor funds to humanitarian um, sponsored aid, etc. And that's where a lot of our fees get paid from. Everything just came to a complete standstill for me. The African part of it still continued to run, but I couldn't make anything here work. And I think that was kind of the 
final straw. It just broke me because I had spent so many nights away from my brand new baby. I had worked myself literally to the point of illness to build this consultancy when everybody said it wouldn't work. So many hours, so many sacrifices. And now I'm a failure because it's not working. And apart from that, and this is not vanity, it's just we all associate our identity with something in some way. And that was my identity. I was Dr. Jean-Marie Retif. I was going to presidential inaugurations. I was very respected in my community. And all of a sudden, I was just Jean, Hof's wife. And I had, for some reason, because I was now this new tag, I had no form of intelligence. I had no... <laughs> no business skills. I had nothing to worry about because my husband was taking care of me. So that entire thing was just so devastating. And one of the things that really threw me out of my consultancy was the fact that I knew how to do these projects, but I always had such a hard time getting the practicalities of it out because of the red tape, the bureaucracy, all of the diplomacy, everybody's needs that need to be made, the politics. So I thought, well, if I take all of that out and I do it myself, I think I can do a better job. And I know there are other women like me, professionals that feel the way I feel and that just need a space where it's okay not to be okay. Without all of these how-to life advices that are constantly telling you to be positive and then you feel guilty because something happens to you because you weren't positive enough or you didn't do the work. And I really just wanted to create this community of people and figs are my favorite fruit. And I wanted to name it Figgy. And when I Googled it, the symbolism of the fig was feminine energy and co-creating your own destiny. So I thought, okay, divine intervention. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that. I didn't know that that's what that meant. Oh, I love that. How that story, how that you just connected those dots. And it means something so powerful that you wanted, that you bring. Ah. Oh. Thank you. And what what is Figgy Beauty? Because I know you said you had sensitive skin. A lot of yeah, when this was happening, your skin is very sensitive. A big thing about my panic disorder was I was hiding it. I was very ashamed of it. I told my husband we couldn't tell anybody. Anything can be wrong with me except anxiety. Like, that's bad. <laughs> so if I was going to do Figgy, I needed to take ownership of this and just accept this is how I am wired. So I wanted to offer a product that speaks to that. And that brings me kind of out of hiding. And one of the main symptoms of the panic disorder for me is sensitive skin. Again, because of your cortisol levels, it affects the second layer of your skin where you have all of your nervous neurons firing. So it feels like your face is constantly itching and on fire and burning. And I had this beautiful South African ingredient, which has so much scientific research behind it, rooibos tea. I don't know if you've had the tea before mm -hmm. it's so good and there's so much research behind it it's an anti-inflammatory it has cancer preventative properties so all the products contain that they're all fragrance free essential oil free vegan cruelty free really really for dry and sensitive skin and almost like a trophy to my panic disorder you know like this is the one thing I can do for me the small thing that kind of works and where I don't have to feel bad that this is me 
Is it only for sensitive skin? We worked so hard on the formulas to make sure it's a beautiful fit for dry and sensitive skin. So that's why I always make sure to to state that. But we have so many people that don't have dry and sensitive skin that love the day cream and that love the cleansers because I think it's because it's so gentle and it's so mild. So it's so difficult to upset the skin with these ingredients and the beauty of it is what it does not have. <laughs> my daughter was coming to my mind. She's only 11, but she loves her skincare. She, oh, that's she, so good. It's my so vibe cute. and she loves it too. She loves, she calls it Figgy Garden because she can't say goddess. <laughs> so, oh, I love that. <laughs> I will have to look into it for my daughter because she gets eczema on uh, her yeah. arms. My daughter and my does husband does well. Dry, yeah. So it might really support her. You were saying about eczema and we're actually in the process of applying for our eczema seal. So it's not there yet, but we're in the process of, of getting that done. Is there anything else that you wanted to share as far as how you bring yourself out into the world, your story, how you're supporting people? Yeah, I, you know, I had a relapse two months ago which was very bad for me. It was a really tough time and takes time to come back out of that. And, you know, we just have to remember that <laughs> life is not perfect. This is the way, if you are like me, you are wired and you are going to relapse. Sometime you will. And it makes it so much worse if we feel so guilty. So my husband came to me once and he said you know what we're gonna look at this as a bad day you had 30 bad days then you had two bad weeks and now you have one bad day every three months this was a bad day we're not gonna like deep dive into it and dissect it and everything it happened tomorrow we kind of try again and that completely changed my perspective on when this happens it's okay it's okay that it happened. Just go back to your tools that you were practicing. Go back to your lifestyle management. Get back on the train. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. That's such a great reminder for everybody. You know, everyone has days where they get triggered. Everyone has days where they're stressed or every, you know, and a lot of the times we get down on ourselves because, oh my gosh, I've been doing my work for so long. Why did this happen? And you kind of get down this rabbit hole. But it truly is. And it's the 4037 again with your chart. <laughs> it's truly about that compassion and love for yourself for every moment that you and even the moments that are bad or low or triggered when you have a day like that it's letting yourself enjoy whatever you can in that day and not create a belief about it at all it just is yeah that's the key thing that is so important to not create that belief yeah i agree 100 percent. i wanted to thank you for being in this space for connecting with me for sharing your story for being vulnerable also for the strength that you have in connecting 
with who you are and putting yourself out there. I want to thank you for that strength. I want you to know I acknowledge that strength. Like I see that strength in you. And sometimes we do need that acknowledgement when we're doing all that work, right? Yes, that validation. It's so important. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome. Well, everybody, all of her info will be in the show notes. So definitely take a look at that. And on the next podcast, we are going to be going into her chart. So definitely tune in for I'm that. Scared. I can't wait to see the synchronicities. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.